When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We are spanning the entire United States. I am in L.A., Buck is in New York City, and uh, there is much to discuss. COVID insanity continues to rage. We've got a loaded program for you. But just earlier this morning, news comes down that the inflation rate is continuing to rise in the United States. Uh, We are up to 7.5%. Every single time the inflation rate comes in above expectations, economists are quoted as being surprised. I'm far from an expert on the economic conditions, but if your uh, models continue to be overrun by increasing inflation, maybe you should stop being surprised by the things that are actually taking place. All the way back in 1982, 40 years ago was the last time inflation was this high. I actually pulled up the article here on what was going on in 1982. David Letterman made his debut on NBC basically this same time 40 years ago. Uh, The House Judiciary GOP said Diet Coke was just introduced the New York Islanders were actually good at hockey. That feels like a, just a low blow to uh, to people who are living out on Long Island. To just, I mean, out of nowhere, you're starting off your day. We got some Islander fans. I apologize that. And CD players made their debut. Uh, this is pretty crazy, Buck. And I wanted to listen to the reaction on Fox Business Network, Stuart Varney, as this news comes down, and he talks about the fact that instead of getting better. Inflation 
continues to get worse. There is only one money story, and that is inflation. So here's what we have. In the last year, consumer prices have gone up 7.5%. Inflation is running hot. This is another report showing the worst inflation in over 40 years. And this is the inflation which everyone feels. Food prices, housing, transportation, all up sharply. Question, who gets the blame for this? It looks like inflation is actually speeding up, not tapering off by any means. It's getting worse. 7% in December, 7.5% in January. Not good. So, Buck, I mean, this is a mess, and I know we've talked about COVID and the dangers that it could be as a drag for Biden as we go into 2022, but the combination of COVID and inflation, inflation's not going to be gone. I feel very confident about that uh, as we get into election season. I mean, this is pretty crippling, right? The problems that we keep seeing that are severe and you know inescapable at this point, the border issue... COVID uh, restrictions, all these things. Uh, Clay, we're seeing the downside, obviously inflation as well. But we have all these different areas where no one can say this isn't going poorly. Crime in cities. No one can say this isn't going poorly. The issue we're running up against is that the only way to deal with these problems is to do the opposite or go in the opposite direction of what Democrat policy has been for the first year of the Biden administration and even stretching back into what they've been pushing for for years into the Trump administration. So we're, we're in this we're in this fix, right? Because if we look at the inflation issue, why do we have it? Everybody who has even the most basic understanding of economics will say, well, we spent trillions of dollars in addition to the trillions of dollars the government is already spending after a period of Never before done, you know, quantitative easing and monetary policy and a debt that's approaching now thirty trillion dollars. I mean, let's what was the debt in nineteen? We're doing nineteen eighty two. What was our national debt in nineteen eighty two? Someone will tell me in a second. And I bet over under. Let's set over under. What do you think the national debt was? Oh my in gosh! No, I can't. Walk, I'm walking in front of the will, bus on this one. I, I mean, I will a couple trillion. I will set a number. I was going to say two? three. Yeah, two or three. I was going to say three trillion dollars, two and a half, three trillion dollars would be my guess. So for the, by the way, the entire history of the United States, Buck, we had built up a deficit, I think, of around uh, of around five trillion by the end of the nineties, and in the last twenty years, we have added twenty five trillion dollars to the national debt. So, so, I believe that's accurate. So now we look at this problem. People, everyone, all of our people listening across the country know that their wage increase, there's been some you know modest wage increase that's occurred uh, in the last year or so, depending on the period of time, but that has been completely outstripped by inflation. So you're losing, you're putting money in a bank account every month. If you're able to save, which as we know, a lot of people, over half of Americans live paycheck to paycheck, but if you're able to save whatever you're saving, you're losing about 70%, uh, sorry, 7, 7% annually. And you're wondering, okay, well, what can we do about this? Clay, the Biden administration's entire economic and and domestic policy agenda at a time of the highest inflation since I was born. Right? So, I mean, you know, you're only a couple yes. of years ahead of me is to spend a whole lot more money. I mean, you can't. It's like they're staring at a forest fire and they're saying, you know, we got a fever and the only prescription is more gasoline. They are out of their minds. Joe Biden is going on television telling everybody if we spend the build back better trillions and you look at the real estimates 
there's so much of this is sunset, but it's not going to be sunset. So the spending will be higher than they say. It'll be they say it'll pay for itself. That is delusional. It'll cost trillions of additional dollars. The one thing that they would need to do, uh, Clay, would be to, of course, stop the restrictions in the blue states, which are holding back those economies and economic productivity, and to stop spending money and essentially running an experiment in universal basic income, which is what they've done during COVID. They use it as as an excuse to set up universal basic income, i.e. paying people to stay home. And they're doing the exact they're doing the exact wrong things, because otherwise, what are they going to say? We were right. And they won't say that. They won't accept that. And the one saving grace might be that Joe Manchin actually seems to care about inflation. He's one of the few Democrats who seems to have a functional brain as it pertains to the overall hit. And I think what you said is astute. There's a lot of focus in the Biden administration on wage growth. Wage growth is not rising to the level of inflation. So in terms of real income and pockets, everyone out there who is working, even if their wages are going up, I think the average wages are going up 5.8 or 5.7% right now are the most recent estimates I've seen. Well, that means you're losing, even if you're gaining, you're losing ground relative to the buying power when inflation is up to 7.5%. And uh, it appears Build Back Better is dead. Did you see Manchin put out a statement effectively saying, we have to figure out how to get control of inflation? And Buck, at this point in time, I just wonder, when is when are we going to top out, right? Because the economists keep saying, oh, it's going to ease, it's going to ease, going to ease. All right. But we're now into February. I don't get the sense that it's easing. I don't get the sense that the supply chain is getting that much better. If you walk into a grocery store, uh, there are a lot of empty shelves right now, higher than most of us have seen at any point in our lives other than the COVID rush. If you go to fill up your car, you stand there and you look at the price of gas. I mean, it is staggering how much it costs to fill up a uh, to fill up a car right now, no matter where you are in the country. And when is that going to get better? God, God forbid you're trying to buy a car. Have you seen how much used car prices are up? I mean, we're talking about just fundamentally broken aspects of our economy, and I don't know how we fix it. And certainly the Biden administration has no answers here. Where did all the money go? People wonder. $1.9 trillion spent by Democrats at the beginning Frittered of the Biden away. administration. And, I mean, yeah, there, there are answers to this. It went to pay people the extended unemployment benefits. It went to, you know, all kinds of purchases that were supposed to get states ready for reopen. But then, of course, they kept withholding the reopen. They are spending money in ways at the government level that are making everyone listening to this less well off, costing them hundreds of dollars a month on average, just in terms of what's being eaten up in the economy by these bad policies. But this is the issue. The Democrats can't accept that they're just obviously wrong, but they also know that these issues, gas prices, inflation, cost of groceries. uh, And by the way, the way we gauge inflation isn't even really that good. You know, the the basket of goods that... It's it's higher than it really seems to be for most people when you look at what the uh, the actual cost of living is for folks now. But, Clay, this does hurt Democrats. This is so they know they've got a problem because politically people are annoyed by this, which is why the uh, the average, the real clear politics average of polling for the Biden administration approval is under 40 percent. I believe the average being under 40 percent. This is the first time. So things are looking bad for them already. And on all these issues, we keep coming back to how can they make things better with the economy? Well, for one thing, 
They have to regulate less. They have to let people get back to work. They have to stop with all the stupid pandemic restrictions, stop spending money that they don't have, stop running up the national debt. Those are all the things that they refuse to do. Right? So this is the problem. This is why we're at an impasse. Buck, here's the answer, by the way, for 1982. Allie tracked it down. $1 trillion was our national debt in 1982. So think about this. The entire history of our country from, let's say, you know, 1783 when we won independence from the British all the way up to 1982, 200 years, we had run up a national debt of $1 trillion in that first 200 years. In the last 40 years, we have added $29 trillion to our national debt because for people out there, I know a lot of you know, but we're at $30 trillion national debt right now. And guess, by the way, who owns a huge percentage of our national debt? China. So, I mean, you are talking about in two generations, $29 trillion in spending. I don't know. I understand there's people out there who say modern monetary theory doesn't that this doesn't matter. And as long as you keep uh, as long as you keep printing money, you're going to be fine. But, man, this is uh, to me, it's incredibly sobering. I know there's a lot of people out there who are crypto people. Buck, I don't know if you've ever done anything in crypto, but I mean, one of the big driving forces behind crypto is that national currencies are in for really substantial issues going forward, particularly the dollar. And I mean, God, that's crazy to think about. 1982, one trillion. We've added twenty nine trillion dollars in debt in the last 40 years. I, I sit here and I just tell everybody, if you look at the history and it's a pretty long one. The history of fiat currency is not something that'll help you sleep well at night in terms of what it what it always devolves into and where it goes. This is not good, folks. And the Democrats, they, they, they like paying people off with the public's money, convincing them it's someone else's money and keeping themselves in power with it. This is how you destroy an economy. And with it, actually, you can destroy a whole country, a civilization. It's scary, Buck, to think about because the conversation almost has disappeared. There used to be people who would say, hey, we got to make sure we worry about the deficit. Even remember, it wasn't that long ago, Bill Clinton balanced the budget. And you know, because you live in New York City, it used to be an iconic story all the time. Your national debt. Do they still have the billboard that counts the national debt like on a day-to-day, hour-by-hour basis clock, in New yeah, York City? Sure. Yeah. yeah, the debt clock. Uh, and they actually had to take it down because from like 96 to 98, we started running surpluses. And then everything has fallen apart. Uh, I mean, it, it really is scary, and, and there's almost no discussion of it anymore. It, it, it right? turned like into an arms discussion. It turned into an arms race, really, between both Republicans and Democrats for who could spend money in ways. And this really, if you go back to the Bush administration, who could spend money in ways that would win them the most votes in the next election? And once that de-evolution uh, happens, where both sides are just saying, we're going to shovel, what, what really is going on also, and a lot of folks know this, and it's a hard thing for some people to hear, is intergenerational theft. I mean, you see the saddling yes. of future generations with debt obligations from within the, uh, for, for our, our currency and for our national financial obligations that is just going to hurt your, your kids, your grandkids, Clay, you know? Yeah. That's that's where I mean, we're it's heading. True. So it's it's frustrating to see this, and I think the the only way that it, it, you you start to turn the ship in the other direction is that annihilation in the midterms, and then of course a different president uh, as soon as we can possibly get one. But even that, you got to keep the heat on Republicans with this. I'm not I am not delusional about Republicans being the fiscal conservatives that they pretend to be. So. Thirty trillion, twenty nine trillion additional dollars in debt in the last forty years, Buck. 
I mean, that is that's just crazy. I mean, I, I don't. How do you how do you end it, right? Yeah. Uh, and and right now we're talking about still low interest rates. But what happens if we ever end up in an era where interest rates take off again, like they did in Jimmy Carter's era, like they were in the early years of the Reagan era? People forget there's this idea, and it's magical thinking. Every couple of generations, we forget that things like this can happen because people age out of it. How often have insane. you? How often have you found yourself switching your cell phone provider once a decade? Maybe never. You don't have to be chained to Verizon, AT and T, or T-Mobile. Trust me. Pure Talk gives you the same 5G service on the same network as one of those, but for a tiny fraction of the price. Consider this. If the average size family is saving over $800 a year by moving their cell phone service to Pure Talk, over the next 10 years, that's $8,000 in savings. Would you switch your cell phone provider if you could save $8,000 and you could keep your phone and your number? I thought so. When you start relying on Pure Talk for cell phone service, you're supporting a veteran-owned business and supporting a U.S.-based call center. Listen to this new plan from Pure Talk. You get unlimited talk, text, and data with a hotspot for just $55 a month. Go to puretalk.com. Find the plan that's right for you. No contracts, no smoke and mirrors, just pure transparency. Then for this month only, enter promo code PureTalk. You'll save an additional 25% for your first three months. That's puretalk.com, promo code PureTalk. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. 
Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Welcome back into the Clay and Buck Show. We've got inflation at a 40-year high. You've got the federal government still making people cling to masks, certainly on planes, and saying the CDC isn't ready yet. They're not ready yet to give up all the crap that didn't work. Southern border wide open, drug overdoses at an all-time high last year. I mean, if you're trying to find something the Biden administration has done well, unless you think that destroying the country is actually their goal, which I know some of you probably do, you will be looking for a very long time. And Clay and I are not out here on an island shouting about, I mean, I'm technically on an island, but shouting about this stuff (laughs) on a metaphorical island alone uh, here's a CNN poll. You just sent this to me, Clay. Most Biden detractors say he's done nothing they like since becoming president. So it's not even just that they're they're kind of iffy on it or they think the, the, the people that think Biden's not doing a good job are basically saying this dude is a zero. He is a straight up loser top to bottom. When you have CNN, I mean, I saw this headline. I couldn't help but chuckle. I mean, it sucks, right? Let's be honest. Nobody's rooting for the president of the United States to do an awful job because ultimately it emboldens our enemies. It it destroys everybody's quality of life, right, because of the failures. But the opening paragraph is nearly six in ten Americans disapprove of how Joe Biden is handling his presidency, with most of that group saying there's literally nothing Biden has done since taking office that they approve of. And a couple of the stats here, 41 percent approval rating. Again, this is according to CNN. So that's probably an exaggeration, honestly. Fifty eight percent disapproval. Uh, Only 36 percent of independents approve of Joe Biden so far, uh, 9% of Republicans, which, by the way, who were those 9%? I mean, have those have those people been paying attention to any headlines out there? And it's dropped even to, to the Democrat approval. So uh, this thing is uh, this thing is pretty crazy. When the opening sentence is, I mean, this is this is about as bad as it can possibly get. Right. I just it, it is an unmitigated disaster right now for Joe Biden. Got to tell you about our friend Mike Lindell. He and his team fit us for all of our own pillows, introduced us to their ever-growing list of incredible products. How about all these products? Towel sets, slippers, robes, mattress toppers, geisha sheets, so many more. You can trust Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Sheets are made from the world's best cotton, ultra-soft, breathable, also durable, multiple color styles and sizes. Right now, the lowest price ever, 60% off. Let me tell you that again. 60% 60% off as low as $39.99 with the promo code Clay and Buck. All my pillow products, 60-day money-back guarantee. All you have to do is go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener specials to check out the flash sale and the Giza Dream Sheets, and you'll get a copy of Mike Lindell's book free with your purchase. Use the code Clay and Buck. You can call 800 792 3269 as well. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Encourage you to go give us five-star reviews on the podcast. We set a new record 
which was awesome. Appreciate all of you in January. Nearly 12 million downloads of the Clay and Buck podcast, which is just off the charts. We love all of our affiliates. We love all of you listening in as many different places as you possibly can. But if you need it on demand, if you want to hear a guest, if you want to see it hour by hour, if you want to share it with your friends, all of that is easily doable when it comes to the overall podcast universe, the on-demand audio space. We thank you, and let's see if we can set another record in February, which, given the fact that it's a short month, is a bit of a challenge, but we believe you can do it. We thank all of you for that support. All right. If you have been listening to the show for a while, you might have noticed that suddenly the Democratic governors in Connecticut, New Jersey, Delaware, New York, even Illinois, Oregon, as they are rolling back all of their different restrictions, are starting to sound just a little bit like Clay and Buck, like Ron DeSantis, like Voices for Sanity in an Insane World. Well, even the media in the White House is starting to notice this. And they said, Jen Psaki, you ripped Ron DeSantis to the high heavens for making many of the same choices that the Democratic governors are now making, some of them a year later. And why are you not also ripping those choices made by those Democratic governors? How did Jen Psaki, a.k.a. Little Red Lying Hood, handle that question? Not very well. Listen. I would say there is a distinct difference between standing in the way, uh, which Ron DeSantis did, or Governor DeSantis, I'll, I'll give him his full title, um, of teachers, uh, school administrators, and others taking steps to protect the students and their school communities. There's a difference between standing in the way of it, threatening to pull back funding, and allowing for local school districts to make choices, which is what a number of these states are doing. I mean, Clay, this is what yeah. they should have been doing much sooner this is why when people say well hold on a second is it really safe i don't know look at the state of florida they have not had these restrictions in place in schools in particular at all this school year at all and the numbers are fine it's right in line with everything else one of the problems here i think is that no one's claiming that the lack of restrictions is necessarily going to mean you know that doesn't defeat covid it just deals with the reality of the restrictions don't actually restrict COVID, right? So the, you know, you're going to have cases, you're going to have things that are happening to people, but it's it's pretty stunning to see how obvious the politics are here. You know, how obvious the it's because our team is doing it now that it's okay, which you even see among among the journos, by the way. And now you'll see people saying, oh, look at this. You'll see people who are clear Democrat blue check saying, look at this really insightful piece from somebody raising questions, <laughs> raising tough questions about whether masking in school comes with some real drawbacks. And you and I are sitting here, you know, screaming to high heaven like, yeah, welcome to the party, pal. John McClain style. Yeah, that's a great line from Die Hard. And I got to tell you, these are the same blue checks who were ripping me to the high heavens when I went and argued against masks for my kids back in August at a school board meeting. That was exactly what they were ripping me for. And the data has been clear and readily transparent to anybody that was actually willing to look at it. And the overall overarching results here, I think, Buck, who is ever going to trust the CDC ever again when it comes to any of the things that they are being asked about. And so this is really kind of intriguing. And credit, by the way, 
to the media, which actually is finally start to ask questions like this. And again, Jen Psaki was asked, hey, does the CDC run the risk of becoming irrelevant if every Democratic governor, as well as certainly most Republican governors, are effectively acknowledging that there is nothing to support in the CDC data? Listen to this on Cut 7. We got it coming here. But, I mean, that's the real question, right? I think it is. Absolutely. See, run the risk of becoming irrelevant in the minds of many Americans, given that their states are moving along ahead without them? Well, I don't think the the, uh, federal uh, experts on health and medical advice should be irrelevant to Americans at a time where we're still facing a pandemic. It's such a snarky, like, mean high school girl answer to this Yes, the CDC is largely irrelevant to people that pay attention and have any judgment whatsoever, because the CDC is not only wrong over and over again. Go back and listen to Rochelle Walensky with her. It protects so well against infection. What, six months ago? Yeah, about that protection from infection that the vaccine was supposed to give us. But beyond that, Clay, they're obviously gauging these important decisions that this affects it affects the economy it affects our day-to-day lives based upon what the politics of the biden regime and the democrat party are we all see it we saw it with the fact that they were changing guidance for school reopening a long time ago for the first time around based on what the teachers unions wanted cdc fauci they're meeting with the teachers why should the teachers unions have any say in this whatsoever? The rest of us didn't get a say in whether we could go about our lives. The teachers unions get to determine they get a taxpayer funded vacation for their adults at the expense of children. I don't think so, folks. I'm I'm not giving this up. I keep telling me I'm I'm an anti mask zealot. I'm holding the teachers unions accountable for child abuse. I am not letting any of this stuff go because I worry we're going to go into the summer and it's going to be a big party and everyone's going to be cracking their white claws or whatever. <laughs> And they're going to forget about what they did to us. What percentage this of is our, not a white claw. Uh, this is audience. Yeah, I was going to say. Like, we're drinking beer. I, I, know what, I know what you're talking about, but I think they're hearing like white claws. They're yeah, like, what, what, is, that? what is that? Is that uh, just Buck uh, wears alcoholic. indoor scarf while he's drinking his white claws? Yeah, they are going to. Uh, there's no law with the claw um, is the uh, is the some of the moms uh, what the moms say out there. I will say, by the way, it's an alcoholic beverage. If you're not aware of what that is, that was supposed to be what happened this past summer. Right. You're supposed to have a uh, a, a vac summer. It's supposed to be amazing parties. Remember, even in your town, Buck, people just turned all the different uh, early days like May and June and July. All of the different city parks just turned into basically open raves like people were just throwing crazy parties because the idea was, oh, everybody got vaccinated. There's nothing to be afraid of now. Let's celebrate the end of covid. And then all of a sudden uh, the data came out. and They're like, well, actually. And then we had Delta and then we had Omicron. I just I you're right that there will be an attempt to try to pretend that COVID is over this summer. I don't think there's any doubt. And we know based on the overarching data that it's likely to be lower cases then. But I just think the conjunction of COVID and inflation is going to make it hard for Biden to dig himself out of this hole. Plus, we know he's incompetent and not politically savvy. And frankly, I don't think he has very good advisors helping him either. And I'm happy to see that the American people a solid majority of them, the old let's get involved in some foreign conflict and and maybe stoke some military intervention somewhere else, you know, like Hillary with Libya. That's not happening, it seems right now with Ukraine. I mean, I don't want to I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but I think the American people are like, that's not that's not going to fly either. So some of the 
some of the moves, the maneuvers that they could take right now to try to shift what is it going to be? We saw they're going to mobilize BLM again. That was a disaster, by the way, up at clayandbuck.com. Fox News editorial piece from yours truly. The legacy of BLM is more crime and more dead police officers. That is the actual legacy by the numbers of Black Lives Matter as a movement. And it's up at clayandbuck.com right now. Go check that out. Fox News piece. And yes, that is the reality, Clay. They can't. They, what are they going to do? What What's the move? What's the Biden move right now going into the uh, midterms? Let's talk about it when we come back, because I don't think he has some great plays, but I always like to think in the same way where if you're coaching a game, you think, hey, what do you expect the opposition to do if you were getting ready for the midterms? And I don't think Biden has great advisors, but what would they try and focus on to avoid the tidal wave of Republican opposition sweeping over them, taking back the House and taking back the Senate? I kind of sketched out. Uh, yesterday, I was like, okay, what would his arguments be by the summer as we get ready for, you know, that Labor Day push rolling into the midterms? And I got a couple of ideas that I think they may try to trot out there. I'll let you know what those are. And I'm curious what you think about the, uh, the argument as well, Buck. We got loaded guests, awesome show coming the rest of the way, spanning the country from LA to New York. And by the way, haven't been asked only one time to get into any bar or restaurant in LA. Obviously, I'm unvaccinated. Zero issue so far Clay, in L.A. It's Super Bowl week. Everybody's hoping they're going to score some tickets when they see you. You know, like, hey, Clay, <laughs> Clay's got the hookup. I'm not going to check his Vax card. We should send me out there. Have the have the the swoop walking around downtown L.A. They'll be like, hey, you, no sports hookup. You got to. It's also like card. 85 degrees out here, so I think they're just uh, they they've put even more tables outdoors and everything else. But I think all the restrictions have disappeared. We were talking about inflation to start off the show today. You know it's the worst it's been in 40 years, okay? That means that the dollars in your bank account are losing value. This is a mathematical certainty. It is a reality that we're all facing right now. But you can actually have gold or silver placed in your IRA or 401k as a way of protecting your wealth and diversifying in a time of rampant inflation. You should own real gold and silver because gold and silver traditionally hold value, especially when markets decline or fail. And you can rely on the team at the Oxford Gold Group to make all this possible, both the purchase and the delivery of the gold and silver that you purchase. The gold from Oxford Gold Group will beat any competitor's price. That includes also silver, platinum, and palladium. If you think buying precious metals is complicated, my friends at the Oxford Gold Group are who you need to call. They'll explain everything to you. You can have real gold delivered to your home like I have in the past or have real gold as part of your IRA. It's just a phone call away with Oxford Gold. Call them at 833-404-GOLD and learn how you can have real gold in your IRA and delivered to your door. That's the Oxford Gold Group at 833-404-GOLD, 833-404-G-O-L-D. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? 
It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Today, more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And who has the time? HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family's insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and frauds to help you and your family save. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from selected past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look, and HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden medical bill errors. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Pure Talk, the cell phone company we both rely on, is further investing in their customers without charging an extra penny. Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in more than 50 countries, too. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. This is a defining moment for parents and kids in Virginia. And we have a bipartisan movement to get parents back in charge of their kids' lives because, remember, parents matter. And that's what voters said loudly in November. And so all of a sudden now, where Virginia has been leading, we're seeing the rest of the country also come around us because it's time to get back to normal. It's time to empower parents. And I'm so excited that Virginia is leading in a bipartisan way to give parents the, the power to choose whether their child wears a mask or not in school. Welcome back to Clay and Buck Show. The new governor of Virginia, Glenn Youngkin, staying on message and getting it done early on in his administration and and following through, more importantly, being on message with the promises that he made to parents in Virginia. And, Clay, this is another part of our whole what does it look like this year? This is about to just turn into an all-out political battle, as we know, right? We've The last year was really Biden year one, covid Coming out of the, you know, coming out of the ditch to borrow from the, uh, remember the Obama with the economy got driven into a ditch. Well, COVID got driven into a ditch um, from the Obama era. That was the line. And now year two is going to be the referendum and, and the big political fight. Part of the messaging will be that the parents are going to be able to go forward now, going to go out there and not only have their voices heard. We've been putting parents 
just everyday folks on this show, even on the issue of masks in schools. But when they decide to mobilize, they could be a major force, a Tea Party like movement when it comes to their views, not just on masking, but on CRT and just the overall need to put children first in a system, the school system nationally, that's supposed to be all about them. And the part of this I find fascinating is, Clay, this is another area where what is the Biden? We were just talking before. What's the Biden move? The Biden move can't be shut up, parents. I'm going to put you on a terror watch list. They tried that, and it didn't go very well. So what is the counter messaging to this movement right now that doesn't sound like Biden is effectively owned by the teachers unions and wants to have kids learning CRT and, you know, shut up and go away, parents? That's not going to go well for them. Yeah, look. When we went and I saw the crowd, when I spoke in August, I called you right after at the school board and I said, this is the start of the mom revolution, right? If you went back and listened to our show from August of last year, you could feel the energy that was likely to power Glenn Youngkin through. And I said, look, they're going to be caricatured, all these moms and dads who are opposed to masks and are looking at the data and looking at the science as redneck idiot Trump voters. But the reality was many of these parents are among the best educated uh, uh, out there. And they're actually looking at the data and they're not sheep who are following the argument. So I think what Joe Biden is going to try to run on, this is my bet in 2022 for the midterms, the Democrats, they're going to try to use abortion, right? Because we know we have the Supreme Court case that is coming down at some point in the summer. And they're going to try to terrify suburban women using abortion as a cudgel. We'll see whether or not that works. I think we are already seeing, Buck, they're going to try to co-opt the mask argument by pretending that this has been their argument all along and that they followed the science and it's now safe to not have masks, even though everyone out there who is smart has been looking at the data and they're saying nothing has changed, like this is a lie. Uh, They'll try to argue we ended covid Right. They're going to say we ended covid by relying on the science and Dr. Fauci. They'll lie. Right. That's going to be an argument. They'll try to play the racism card, depending on how exactly the Supreme Court nomination goes of whoever the black woman is. And as you just pointed out, as we went to break, they're going to continue to argue that January 6th was an insurrection and that white supremacists are trying to overthrow the election by not letting minority voters go to the polls. That is going to be, I believe, their entire argument for the midterms. Biden, right now, as we speak here and, and everyone's listening and hanging out with us across the country, Biden right now is addressing the nation. It's not it's being carried on CNN on health care costs. You, you know what he's really doing, folks? Now they're going to go back to this issue because they thought this did very well for them in the 2018 election. The health care issue, Republicans were asleep at the wheel on this one, did not do well on that. And that was part of the uh, the way the Democrats did well in the uh, in the House races in 2018. Uh, so they're going to this. But it just goes to the issue we're talking about before about inflation and the debt. They're just trying to bribe people with other people's money. I mean, that's really they're just looking to find ways to move dollars around. They're not improving competition. They're not improving actual delivery of health care, anything like that. It's just what subsidies can we direct in what ways that hides the overall cost of the American people and that is effectively redistribution of wealth through the health care system. That's why when you talk about health care costs, bringing it down, it just means squeezing the balloon at one end so the balloon gets bigger at the other. That's all they're really doing. But this is the to what they're going to do, Clay, stuff like this. They're going to try to buy off just enough voters with what they say is the money of other people. 
but is often, of course, and just the American people's money overall. It's an ugly truth, but when the facts aren't on your side, you play to emotion. And we know the facts are not going to be on the Democrat side on inflation, on school masking, on COVID response in general, on murder, on uh, defund the police, on uh, all of these issues. They are fundamentally failing, and the yeah. facts are straightforward, transparent. They can't win on them, and so they're going to try to run on emotion all those awful redneck white supremacists who don't want minorities to vote, you have to stand up to them or else the country falls apart. I do think that the pivot here to health care that was Biden speaking on this right now, this they're they're Clay, this is exactly it's almost like they're listening to the show. They're like, wait, we got to come up with an issue. We got to come up with think- a pitch, you know, because they got to go with something and it can't be crime, the border, covid, all these things. I mean, they'll try on covid, but it's laughable. Um, speaking of crime. Cities have turned into, including my own beloved New York City, hellscapes in so many ways. Uh, rising crime, huge issues. You got to hear the story about what's going on in San Francisco, the open air drug markets. Stick around for that. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk. So you can have more money to travel with this summer. Who's there for heroes or the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is severely injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans and who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran Programs comprise their In the Line of Duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America in so many ways. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institutes educating kids in K-12 through grades to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T, dot org. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.